Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Another day, another black city experiencing a water crisis. In some ways, the water crisis in Jackson is a tale of two cities. She's concerned for herself and her five-year-old grandson. I can't flush the toilet. A lot of them waiting hours for a single case or two. It's a shame, man. We have to do it like this. The water emergency in Jackson, Mississippi is reminiscent of Flint, Michigan. The emergencies were caused by different failures, but the core issue is the same, disinvestment of black cities. Both cities have similar poverty rates, and again, both cities are black. By now, you've likely heard how the pumps at Jackson's water treatment facility failed, combined with record rainfall and flooding of the Pearl River, left families without safe water. Water needed to bathe, cook, and especially in the summer heat of the Deep South, cool down. This story means a lot to me because I used to live in both cities. I'm a proud graduate of the HBCU Jackson State University, and I spent two years in Flint working as a news anchor. One thing was obvious in both cities. There was an abundance of talent, yet so little resources. I remember one of my first few days in Jackson and not understanding why the downtown wasn't thriving. The architecture was beautiful. It was convenient to JSU and other colleges. There was easy highway access. Business should have been booming. Same with Flint. And it was, in both cities, until white flight gutted the tax base. While much of the country is just now hearing about Jackson's water crisis, it's not new. In fact, according to the nonprofit news organization Mississippi Today, for the past five years, officials have told pregnant people and children under five to not drink the tap water. A 2019 report by the Natural Resources Defense Council found that drinking water that often violates safety standards are 40% more likely to happen in towns with higher percentages of people of color. You may be wondering, why is the infrastructure so bad? For starters, some of the pipes are 100 years old. Why can't the city repair them? Well, nearly 25% of Jacksonians live in poverty, raise water rates, and families will struggle to pay. But the bigger issue is the lack of money generated via taxes. White Flight took the tax base to the suburbs a long time ago. 
When segregation was replaced with integration, older cities, ones that were the hub of commerce, were abandoned. Middle class and wealthy white families didn't want their children going to school with black children, and they certainly didn't want black folks as neighbors, so they headed to the burbs. So all that revenue that helped a town maintain itself and grow left to nearby areas. That's what happened in Jackson. In 1980, black families made up 47% of the city. Today, Jackson is 82% black. It's literally the blackest city in the country. Now comes politics. Without going into the weeds of infrastructure spending, in most places, it's a combination of local, county, state, and federal funding. Jackson is a majority Democrat city, but the state has a Republican governor and legislature. State Republicans have failed to provide the city with funding for repairs. In addition, the state has been trying to take over Jackson's airport. Here's why that matters. According to reporting from Mississippi Today, state leaders asked Jackson's mayor to give them the airport in exchange for infrastructure funding. The needs of people should not be a move in a political chess game. And if you're wondering where the federal dollars are, according to the U.S. Water Alliance, back in 1977, federal money accounted for 63% of funding for water infrastructure. Today, it's less than 10%. So alas, here we are. Water hydrants have dried out. Residents are told to close their mouths when they shower. And there's no timeline when it will be fixed. Later in this episode, we will talk to State Representative Ronnie Crudup Jr. He represents parts of Jackson. But first, I want you to meet someone. Her name is Benny Hudson. She's originally from a town near Jackson, but the capital city has been her home for over three decades. She says this should not be happening. I am totally frustrated. I'm totally tired. I am totally fed up and something got to change. Benny is one of the more than 150,000 people in Jackson without clean water. This morning I had some water pressure. I woke up, went to the bathroom, cut the sink on to see was there any water coming out. A small amount. But I can't use the water. You can't wash your face in the water. That's where bottled water comes in. I have to put the water on my, on my stove so I can heat it from the bottled water. So I can wash my face, brush my teeth, take a bath. I heard on television where they say you could use the water to bathe in, but I'd rather not. So she took a sponge bath. I was going to go over to my sister's house, but I would have been extremely late. Probably do that this evening. And for food? You can't make any coffee. Or really anything. Think of how often you use water to cook, from rinsing vegetables to making broth. She's actually been under a boil water advisory since July. It's a pain, an expensive pain. I've been eating out a lot. I mean, we're spending a lot of money extra money 
to just live day to day. Even if they're giving out the water, you still can't give out enough water. So you still got to buy some. When you have to go to someone else's house, take a shower, take your clothes, and, and then to drive there, that's gas. That's extra gas that you're doing on a daily basis. To add insult to injury, water bills. We're still being charged for water that we can't use. And you got to realize we just went through this in 2020 where I had no water for almost two weeks and then the, the water bill increased. And I'm going like my water bill increased and I can't even use the water. Benny works at a nonprofit where they've been distributing bottles of drinking water. So she's been able to get some through work. But when it comes to water needed to flush toilets. I'm going to get in my car this evening and find out where that water is. Go home, get me a container to put the water in and go and stand in line with everybody else just to get water to flush. But she feels really bad for the children. They're now doing virtual learning, but that wasn't the case during the entirety of this crisis. And I have a friend that's a teacher. They had no bathroom uses. She couldn't even go to the bathroom. She came to my job to use the bathroom. And so you got all those kids was at school and with no water going on. That's horrible. Also horrible, the worry she knows parents have. I can't even imagine how how it is for them to have children at home and everybody got to figure out how to take a bath, make sure the children don't cut the water on to drink any of the water uh, because kids will do things without you knowing it. I want you to now hear from Ronnie Crudup Jr. He's a state representative. He lives in South Jackson. That area is feeling the worst impacts of the water emergency, especially in terms of water pressure. You live in Jackson, work in Jackson, love Jackson, but it's got to be frustrating that the capital city doesn't get the same resources other places are getting. I have gotten frustrated with it, but I, I, I don't let it deter me from the work that I continue to do. I think Jackson has a lot of things that we can grow on. Uh, I think we have beautiful old um, style housing uh, that we could rebuild. For me, I always have to stay hopeful uh, and try to find out what's the best opportunities and ways to build relationships to get other things and resources to our areas. And so it has been frustrating to see our city just kind of lose and decline over the years. But I think we're headed, you know, I, I, I feel like really we've hit rock bottom now. And I feel like now there's no way to go but up. So there was a trifecta of issues. Pumps were damaged, record rainfall, flooding of the Pearl River. You are a representative. Help me understand the conversations that are happening among you and your colleagues in the previous months or years. Because again, Jackson has had water issues for a really long time. Yeah, I mean, this is not anything new. Now, you know, last year, uh, around February and March, we had a unprecedented unprecedented uh, situation happened around the ice storm. The winter storm caused us to have water when it was out for three weeks in certain areas in a month. Uh, also, uh, that had never happened before. We've gone where we had a day without water or, um, you know, on board water notices, but nothing to that magnitude. So uh, we knew we had a crumbling infrastructure, but when that winter storm hit, uh, it really showed how really you know, fragile this thing was. We see now that we've been trying to find 
opportunities with the, the state to work, uh, you know, alongside each other to make the fixes that need to be fixed. But, you know, there hasn't been any appetite, not only from the state, not necessarily from the state, but a lot of other leaders from other parts of the other state who, uh, you know, who kind of say, hey, well, Jackson has his own issues. This, this, isn't, this is not a statewide thing, but the capital is in the uh, city of Jackson. Um, the a lot of the resources from a statewide, from the hospital, you know, all of these things, schools, colleges, are here, and um, so you know, those are the issues that we've had. One thing we talked about last year was that we needed to weatherize our, our system. Our system is open, and so, you know, it's open to all the elements of, of rain and, you know, frost and heat. And so uh, these things have really just caused a major issue when it comes to our system itself, just not being able to handle it. Are you concerned students who are thinking about coming to Jackson State are going to change their minds? Oh, yeah, I'm definitely concerned, not only from someone who want to come to Jackson State, but I'm concerned about... Um, people who want to come move to Jackson. I say, I'm in the housing business also. And so um, I'm always renovating properties, trying to get them, convince them to move to Jackson. And uh, I've had a couple of my neighbors who've called me this week and says, listen, Ronnie, hey, I'm, I might be moving. I think this is just a, a, too much for me. Uh, we've been through this before. And so I totally understand, uh, you know, uh, Coach Prime, you know, at, at uh, Jackson State has been recruiting heavily. And he said himself, he's like, you know, I can't recruit kids if we can't get adequate water. Um, you know, parents are trusting him and the, the coaching staff and administration to take care of the children while they're at school. And so um, he says, we're going to make sure we do, do, do something different. Now, what a lot of colleges have decided doing is uh, they're actually doing their own water system towers. Millsaps College has already started the well uh, digging process to have their own water. And I think Jackson State is going to start that, too, because they just says we cannot uh, any longer have this happen to us. We're kids. We have, you know over 2,000 students, you know, it's like a small city uh, within the city, They, you know, that they cannot be without water like this again. And so I think these things are happening now. Uh, that's going to affect even, um, you know, our water system and our, our, our rate payers uh, because now they're going to say we got our own water. Now, they're going to still use the wastewater portion of it, but uh, as far as getting water, uh, these are the things that are happening in the city. I mean, even from some of our smaller towns, like Byram is a suburb that really still depends on Jackson Water, and they've been they've been effect, affected by this water crisis too. And the mayor of Byram said, "Hey, it's time for us to go ahead and get our own uh, water system here because you know he says I'm the mayor, but I can't depend on the next city to provide water for um, our citizens here in this city." So, you know, it's it's having a a major effect on what we got going on here. How are people doing, especially elderly people? It's it's hard. It's hard for especially a lot of these senior citizen complexes. Because um, where the water has to go, people that are on the third and fourth flo- floors and, and even higher, uh, that water is not getting to them. So there are a lot of people who are going to these senior citizen communities and giving, um, you know, taking water to, to, for those people to flush their toilets. Scientists have said climate change is only going to make these issues worse. Research shows that climate change disproportionately affects black communities. You know, beyond some of the stopgap measures that are being put in place for this crisis, what are some of the long-term solutions as climate change becomes an even bigger issue for Black residents? Well, like I said, a lot of it is uh, mentioned about weatherizing our system because, like you said, it's real. Um, we're, we're seeing more storms. We're seeing, uh, as we saw last year, the uh, ice storms are getting uh, stronger, uh, tornadoes, hurricanes. And so uh, I think we have to take a real look 
not only in Jackson, but all across America, of looking at these older cities who are dependent on these old infrastructure uh, to make sure these things are replaced. Um, and um, so, like I said, this is a serious issue, not only for Jackson, but I think all across the country. Uh, a lot of older cities are dealing with these same things. And um, I'm glad President Biden and, and the Congress were able to pass the infrastructure bill uh, because this a lot of money is going to be needed to really uh, solve some of these problems. Uh, but, you know, redundancy is a big issue. You know, you got to figure out ways that if something else, uh, one thing fails, there's another something that kicks in to make sure that uh, things like this do not stop. Uh, I think there's a lot of things looking at as far as energy. You know, when it comes to uh, solar and, and, and power, but, you know, we got to look at things like this for water systems as well. There are tensions between city and state leaders, and that makes infrastructure upgrades harder to do. According to published reports, state leaders want control over some of Jackson's services, like the airport I mentioned earlier. But Jackson city officials say that's infantilizing to the majority black city, not to mention historic issues and current events cause many black residents to not trust their city services with state leaders, especially considering the state hasn't exactly prioritized the capital city's needs. But let's go back to Benny. In her wisdom, she says leaders need to remember we're talking about real people, families, children. You hear the the leaders seem to be fighting against each other instead of caring about what's going on in the community. What what I'm hoping and, and, and praying for that we will come together as a community to get some of this stuff done ourselves. President Joe Biden's infrastructure bill could help. It would provide Mississippi with $75 million in funding for water infrastructure. Some of that would go to Jackson. Some. However, Jackson's mayor has estimated that it would cost $2 billion to fix the entirety of the system. Benny says beyond whatever fix happens, the U.S. needs to learn from what's yet again another water crisis. If it happened in Flint, which when it was happening in Flint and we didn't pay attention to it, then now we see it happening in Jackson. So it can happen to anybody. Thanks so much for listening. Beyond Black History Month is a special production of 1010 Wins and WCBS News Radio 880. Special thanks to producers Jill Webb and Dempsey Pilat. Andy Egan Thorpe is our audio engineer. Tim Shout is a WCBS News Radio 880 brand manager. Ben Meverack is a 1010 Wins brand manager. And I'm your host and managing producer of podcasts, Famie Redwood. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.